Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know that we've been learning about Saul, Israel's first king. The Israelites had demanded a king to rule over them because they saw that all of the other nations had kings. They wanted a king who would send armies out to fight against their enemies, when all along God had been the one to fight their enemies for them. Now the Israelites would look to their king, Saul, to deliver them from their enemies. And Saul did. He became a mighty warrior in battle. He took many of Israel's strongest and bravest fighting men and would come against Israel's greatest enemy. Do you remember who Israel's greatest enemy was? If you said the Philistines, then you are correct. Even Saul's son Jonathan was a strong and mighty warrior before the Lord. Saul was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned over Israel 42 years. Saul had chosen 3,000 men from Israel. 2,000 of those men were with him in the northern part of Israel, and 1,000 of the fighting men were with Saul's son Jonathan in the southern part of Israel. You see, the Philistines had invaded Israel and set up camps throughout the land. The Israelites were tired of the Philistines being in their land, taking advantage of them. So Jonathan took the thousand strong men that were with him, and he attacked the Philistines in the southern land of Israel, while his father, King Saul, attacked the Philistines in the north. King Saul had the trumpet blown throughout the land of Israel, and he said, Let the Israelites hear. This was the sound of battle. When the Israelites heard the trumpet, they knew Saul was fighting their enemy, the Philistines. So all Israel heard the news. Saul has attacked the Philistines' camp, and now Israel has become a bad smell to the Philistines. And many of the Israelites were summoned to join Saul and fight with him. Well, when the Philistines heard that they were being attacked, word began to spread among the Philistines. The Philistines gathered together to fight back against Israel. They brought 3,000 chariots, 6,000 charioteers, and soldiers as numerous as the sand on the seashore. Oh my, that's a lot of soldiers. When the men of Israel saw the Philistines coming and that their own army was hard-pressed, they began to hide. They ran and hid in caves and thickets among rocks and pits and cisterns dug in the ground. Poor Israelites! Had they forgotten all the times the Lord had brought them victory in battle? Had they forgotten so quickly that the Lord was with them and that he would fight for them? All the troops who were with Saul began quaking in fear. But Samuel had told Saul to wait for him at Gilgal. Samuel would meet Saul in seven days, and there he would offer a sacrifice to the Lord before they went to battle. There Samuel would pray and ask the Lord to go before them and fight the battle. So Saul waited for seven days. 
And seven days went by, and Samuel did not come to Gilgal. Saul waited for Samuel, but his men continued to fear and panic and scatter. So Saul did something he should not have done. Truth seeker Saul is about to disobey the Lord in a very serious way. When Samuel was late in arriving to offer the sacrifice, Saul decided to take matters into his own hands. He said, Bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings. And Saul himself offered up the burnt offering. And just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to greet him. When Samuel realized that Saul had made the sacrifice, he said, What have you done? You see, even though Saul was king, the only person that God had said could offer the sacrifices for the people was the priest. Samuel was a priest, and therefore he had the anointing and calling from God to offer the sacrifices before the Lord, not Saul. Saul was anointed to be king, not priest. Saul had disobeyed God's law by offering a sacrifice in haste without waiting on Samuel. Saul said to Samuel, When I saw that the men were scattering and that you did not come at the set time and that the Philistines were assembling against us, I thought, Now the Philistines will come against me, and I have not sought the Lord's favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. You acted foolishly, Samuel said. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him leader of his people, because you have not kept the Lord's command. Did you hear that, true seekers? Oh dear, this was a very serious moment indeed. Because Saul had deliberately disobeyed the Lord, the Lord would not let the kingdom pass to Saul's future children. The kingdom would no longer be in Saul's family line. It would end with Saul. This means Jonathan, Saul's son, would not become king next. A new man would come, a man who would listen and follow after God with his whole heart, with a humble heart, not a proud heart like Saul's. When Saul offered the sacrifice on his own, he showed that he did not have a heart to rule over God's people that the Lord required. Saul rejected God's authority and the order that God had set in place with the priesthood. He took it upon himself to do it, and it was not his place to do it. Poor Saul, he failed his first test of obedience unto the Lord as king. Do you think Saul was sorry for what he had done? True seekers, nowhere in the Bible does it say that Saul repented to the Lord or to Samuel. Rather than repenting, Saul counted the men who were with him and continued on to battle. Dear truth seekers, what truth do we find in today's story? Did the Lord teach you something today as you listened to the story? Sadly, what we learned in this story is that Saul, Israel's first king, had a heart of rebellion towards the Lord. God is looking for hearts that are willing to obey him and not go ahead of him and have our own way. Saul should have waited on Samuel and waited on the Lord, but instead of waiting on the Lord, he became impatient 
and showed that he did not really trust the Lord or have faith in the Lord to fight for him. When he saw all of his men panicking and running away, instead of holding firm in his faith and waiting on the Lord, he decided to do things his own way. This is called rebellion. Any type of disobedience to the Lord is rebellion. The devil will try to get us to rebel against God and disobey him because he knows that when we rebel, it pushes us further away from God. Dear truth seekers, let us not be like Saul, but let us today draw near to God and wait on him and put our full faith in him. Even when it seems like everything is going wrong, even when it seems like you want to run in fear because you don't see help coming, trust, hold your ground, Stand in faith and believe that God will come through for you. Are you willing to give your whole heart to the Lord? You can trust Him. He will always be there for you and always come through for you. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Samuel chapter 13. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for being such a good God. Help our hearts to stay humble and obedient before you. Send your Holy Spirit to fill our hearts that we might follow you wholeheartedly. Keep us from rebellion and from doing things our own way. Help us to always look to you. You have promised that you will never leave us and you will never forsake us. We put our full faith and trust in you. You are Lord and we worship you as Lord of our lives. Long live the King of our hearts the good King Yahweh. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Just as a reminder, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review in iTunes, I would be so grateful. It helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. I want to thank a listener who left a review and said, I'm a mom of two lovely boys ages nine and eight. I have been teaching them God's word, but I'm not as cool as you. You truly have a gift of presenting God's word in a way that is easy to understand. It is more than a podcast. It is God's word changing hearts and lives in our home. God bless you for faithfully doing his work. This series is not only good for children, it is good for every adult that wants to get back to the basics and really dig into God's word. Let's get God's word deeply into our lives every day. Listening to this podcast is like eating God's word and it is yummy, yummy, yummy. It really does make us grow strong in grace, in wisdom and the knowledge of him. Wow. Thank you so much for that. What a wonderful testimony. I also want to give a big shout out to Silas and Aiden who listen to the podcast all the way from Canada. I hope you guys are doing well in Canada and thank you so much for supporting and listening to the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast financially as the message of the Bible continues to spread to children all over the world, you can head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. There you can sign up to become a monthly supporter for $6 a month, and there you will receive bonus podcasts such as devotionals and teachings. I will be posting a new devotional on learning to take God at His Word. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to our time together next week.